straight up. Top of the top of the thing. I'm tired. Don't know why. I have a headache. And I'm gonna mess up the intro. I don't know how, but uh, so for some reason my brain before, like just think of it right now, if you put a gun to my head and we're like, do the How intro. does the podcast start? <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, ah, ah, <laughs> Frazier's awesome. Bang, and that's the last we hear of Ryan. Yeah, oh man, this took a turn. <laughs> do you watch Barry? Uh, I, I've watched like three episodes. Oof, that gets dark. Um, yeah, I, I, I enjoyed the episodes I watched, but I also didn't feel a really big need to keep going, but I wouldn't be against going and watching more of it. I think I liked it because it was 30 minutes. Yes, yes. Like, we whipped through the first season and got caught up with... Since it's on after Game of Thrones. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. Is Veep not on after Game of Thrones? It's on after Veep. Okay, okay. I need I need to go... I need to watch Veep. Um, I haven't watched this season yet. Yeah, I, I was. it's funny you say that. At one of my doctor's appointments today, I was reading an Entertainment Weekly that had Veep on the cover, and they were, like, recapping some things that happened at the end of last season. I was like, I'd forgotten all of this. <laughs> It's a show that I think you just remember funny parts and you don't remember what happens. Yes, I agree. We started watching Barry and we're caught up with that and that's real good. And then we started watching The Good Girls. Have you ever watched, or it might just be called Good Girls. Good Girls. Uh, No, I know of it, but I haven't watched it. That's pretty good. I'm enjoying the heck out of that. It's, it feels like it wants to be Breaking Bad, but it's on like NBC. So they have kind of neuter some stuff but then there's also some stuff on there that i'm like i'm a little shocked this is on nbc now the game of thrones has started are are you are you pleased with the 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 table setting episode of the first season i mean it was fine like it was cool to see all those people get back together but like we as an audience learned nothing it was just well i know it was was characters learning things (laughs) I, I, i feel like that show's never done a first episode that was so like here's where we are you know like they, yeah it was very much i don't know if they did that specifically or if it was more of just like let's you know let's start slow and not do anything crazy the little kid who was well spoiler alerts skip ahead a few minutes if you haven't seen it folks um but the kid who's like pinned to the wall the, the yeah the head of the umber house him screaming yeah. was horrifying uh that is and i mean considering how much we've seen on that show that that's like something that will never leave my memory. <laughs> it was really, and it wasn't anything too crazy, but it was just very well done. Well, yeah. Also, I have to hand it to them the misdirection where you're looking at Tormund during that scene and not at the wall behind them. So I watched it with a group of friends, and like one of my friends was just saw that the kid's eyes had opened that they were that really light blue, and she yeah. said that her voice was paralyzed and she couldn't say anything. She was like, ah. We, uh, first of all, I, I, I yelled like this when Tormund came back. Yes! Like that loud. <laughs> like it was so. Did, so I didn't, so you're not the only one who did that. I didn't know people were concerned about his fate. I was like, of well, course he's he was here. on the wall and the wall, uh, wall collapsed. collapsed. And I figured yeah. either he fell in the wall or we, he was, I was like, per, I was preparing myself for this may be the last time we see Tormund because Tormund's like a top three character for me. Oh, okay. And then I was like, I was like, okay, he, he might be gone. And then there was also like the next time we see him, he's got blue eyes and he's in the army, and John has to kill him. I was like, ready for that. Oh, got it. What <laughs> happened? And I was like, preparing myself, so he came back and like he was on screen for a good seven seconds before my brain went, oh, oh. <laughs> like, um, but, what did you think of like the comic relief in the episode? Because I did say this had more chuckle moments than any Game of Thrones episode has. Like when they're like, watch out, he's got blue eyes. And it's like, I've always had blue eyes. That felt, I mean, they've been moving in that direction. I just went through the whole thing. And there's a the, the one of my favorite episodes, which I'm not going to say is one of the best episodes. But one of my favorites is the one where they all, all my favorite characters get together to go get, to go north of the wall. Mm-hmm. Did you get the white last season? And it's 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 uh, yeah, because I that when that was happening, I was like, it was funny because it was a suicide mission, and it was all my favorite characters together as this like ragtag group on an impossible <laughs> mission. And Tara's like, well, which one is going to make it out of there? So I yeah. was like, had prepared myself. I'm like, Jorah's gonna die, Gendry's gonna die, the Hound. I'm like, everyone's gone, and then almost all of them made it, and but th- that whole thing there was a lot of humor in that episode going back and watching it 
And That's true. Ramping up that way because I think, like, it's a good way to relieve the tension. I mean, this is the first episode, but I think sometimes in that show you've got to have some humor, or else it's just soulless. It's just everybody dies and everything's awful. Yeah. Well, I I don't. I just thought I thought that this episode had a lot more comic relief, which I was there for. I loved all of it. Like even the hound saying to Arya, like. You you really are a cold little bitch. I was like, that's hilarious, and that's such a compliment coming from the hound. That that didn't didn't catch me as funny. It was more of like like in my head, I'm like, oh, they didn't hug, and then I was like, of course they wouldn't hug. What are you thinking? But her flirting Uh, with Gendry was uh, I was was here for it because I was was shipping that from a long time ago. Right, but but when you were shipping it, they were also very very much younger. Yeah, they were a lot younger. And now it's like they're adults, and there was a part of me that was like. Well, Arya can't. I'm like, no, she's no. Go for it. You get you get yours, girl. Well, so it's funny. I was trying to think because in the books they're all like three years younger than they were in the show. Oh, they yeah, bumped yeah. up their ages in the show, and I was trying to be like, how old is Arya supposed to be right now? And I was like, how old is Sansa supposed to be? It's, it's one of those things where it's like, we're like, don't really worry about it. No, I, I not not that I'm like concerned age wise. I'm just curious. I'm like, is Sansa supposed to be like twenty, and like Arya supposed to be like sixteen or seventeen? It also has. Is it supposed to be in like this has been ten years, or is it like exactly? I don't exactly. Think it's supposed to have taken that long, but that's why when people are like, "Well, Cersei's not even showing," I'm like, "How much time is supposed to have passed?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the other thing that's always that's funny to me is, uh, oh, when Sansa and John meet last season. I'm mm-hmm. like, those actors have been in one scene together. Yes. So it's like this thing where you're like, oh my God, they're finally back together. And I'm like, if you think about it, they've never really been together. Well, it's funny because I've read like stories about them shooting that scene and Sophie Turner really did think that Kit Harrington's character was killed off. And so she wrote him this really long letter about how nice it's been to do Game of Thrones because they like do press together and everything. And um how like how wonderful it's been to do the show with him and how she wishes, wishes him like all this luck in the future or whatever and then like the next season he was like yeah i'm still here <laughs> and was, so apparently he uses that letter to like make fun of her a lot there was somebody who was i was listening to something where they told him he was gone and then they were like just kidding you're fine i think it was like sam or something he was like that's not funny <laughs> uh, although we have we have a death pool going at work for it um and including a girl who has never watched Game of Thrones, she filled it out just for fun. And we're like, you're going to win because yeah. <laughs> your guess is as good as ours. But one of the tiebreaker questions is, um, does Hodor come back as a White Walker or as a white? Oh. And we all got real upset at that thought. Yeah. God, I hope not. I hope he's just gone. I know. Anyway. The show has kind of stopped being so like, terrible because i don't think it could have because i don't think it could have maintained being like watching it all back to back like that like bad things happen near the end but it's like you look at like people you're like oh well anyone could die at any time and then you have the 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 episode i was talking about where they're all across the wall and most of them survive and i'm like that wouldn't have happened season two i also think that is a flaw of season seven it was too improbable that every main character would have survived i mean the only one who died was like olena tyrell like everybody else survived i don't know it is kind of like i think it'd be a bad show if you had to be invest you had to invest in new characters in the last two seasons in order i mean that's for true the, you know like you, we, we have to have some investment i i think a lot more people are going to die this season because their stories are over yes but um my bigger thing is do i feel like they've played their purpose like theon i think theon's gonna die but now that he's saved yara i feel better about him dying he's definitely gonna die in the battle at winterfell trying redeeming himself but like everybody is like i am not here for the theon redemption arc none of us care oh really <laughs> oh yeah uh, are, are you here for the theon redemption arc yeah i think theon's been through some shit. i think it's time for him to be redeemed but he's like always been a piece of shit. no he hasn't so Yes, he has. Episode season two. We are now on season eight. So three fourths of the time, he's a he's a solid C okay person. <laughs> okay, it's not a hill I'm gonna die on. I don't really care that much about him. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's one of those things where it's it's funny to me that the way they were at the beginning is how like if you look at how much time it's spent with these characters, like 
especially watching the whole thing. It's the same thing with Theon. Is like you think Theon's been this kind of rotten PO, POS the whole time, but like the majority of his time on the show has been how awful everything is for Theon. Okay, this, I mean this is true. Um, it's easy to just lump all his time as like Ramsay Bolton's prisoner together and to just like oh yeah but it's yeah he lived in a cage for a while (laughs) it's four or five seasons i mean that is true that is true i think uh, also i think tara's into it because she really was into his hair this season (laughs) oh yeah she's like oh theon's hair's looking good yeah it's very true i went back and um rewatched parts of of the first season i just couldn't i can't even get over how much like Jon snow's hair has changed so Anyway, and also Tyrion. Tyrion's look has changed a lot. So anyway, that has been your weekly Game of Thrones update, yeah, everybody. Anyway, get Game used to Thrones. this every week for the next five weeks. Speaking of Game of Thrones, uh, welcome to Craniacs, a Fraser podcast. <laughs> Hello, Seattle. Welcome to Craniacs. I'm Ryan. I'm Laurel, and we're the Craniacs. We get together um occasionally and talk <laughs> about Frasier it's been a while since you've heard an episode from us and we don't really have a good reason other than that schedules don't always align man schedules don't always align we are covering episodes 20 <laughs> and 21 of season three so we will kick this off we're almost at the end of season three man no, we're getting right towards the end wow do you have the netflix synopsis i do i have i have it right here um uh, episode 20 police story police story female police officer maureen cutler pulls over frazier for speeding but lets him off with a warning when she finds out that it's his birthday that's boy that's really that's a very vague and um not at all to the crux of the episode did you recognize maureen I did. I did. I, I recognized her almost instantly and then convinced myself it wasn't her, but then was like, no, it is. Um, do you, can you pronounce this woman's name? Yeah, it's Jane Kazmarek. Oh, it looks harder. Uh, <laughs> she, you, y'all may know her. I think she's most famous for being on Malcolm in the Middle. I think she was nominated for some Emmys for that. She is also the ex-wife of Bradley Whitford. I was rather from uh, of the west wing um they were married for a very long time and they were one of the few married couples where they were both nominated for an emmy on the same emmy awards show him for the west wing and her for malcolm in the middle did they both Um, win or both lose i think they both lost um who is another trivia question who is another couple who was nominated for married couple nominated for emmys on the same night and i believe they both won nick offerman and megan mullally (laughs) That, that's that's a really good guess actually they, they are older like much older like aren't acting anymore i don't think um and the guy was in the news last year for thwarting a robbery at their home in la like he heard the intruder breaking in and turned on a bunch of lights and the recruiter ran off and it was just like a news story for like a week oh i don't think i've heard that news story because the only people i know oh. did that are not older actors it's charlie hoonan hoonan oh hunnam hunnam he did that and then wwe champion daniel bryan did it which can you imagine being like i'm gonna break into this house it's like oh <laughs> gosh oh sorry pardon me i, I didn't mean to cut, but a wrestler what, whatever you're editing this you can bleep that out <laughs> i just love the idea of you're like oh i broke into the house it's like oh crap <laughs> you're just yeah. like running the other way no who, who who was it uh william daniels who played mr feeney on boy meets world his mr. wife feeney didn't he pass no, he's still alive. I think he passed. I just um, I just read something about him. Uh, if he passed, it was like in the past month or something, and I just missed it. But no, and his wife is Bonnie something. I don't remember what her last name is. I think they both won an Emmy on the same night. So I, his may have been, and this is where my mom is probably like shouting at the podcast to tell me what he won for. I want to say it was St. Elsewhere. Albert um, died. Okay, that's a different <laughs> person. That's why I heard that and just went, oh, Finney. Also, didn't Albert Finney die a while ago a couple months oh oh okay for some reason i thought it was longer ago than that february so she pulls him over because he is doing Roz a favor and driving her to a date and Roz is changing in the back which is i love that Roz is not phased by this at all yeah like at no point is she like like there's a couple jokes about him looking back there or him like he's like did you feel something Roz?" and she's like what are you saying he's like no between me and the yeah. officer well i also you're not gonna like this and i'm gonna criticize Roz, but i'm like 
Roz, he's doing you a favor by driving you to uh, driving you three places so you can get to the state because your car's in the shop and you're being a real annoying passenger. I I heard you say I'm gonna say something bad about Roz and then just radio static for a few seconds. Got it. Now, okay. Now good. Well. I, it was just one of the few times I was like, Roz, you're being really annoying. She's definitely being played for uh, comic relief. I Before I forget this Roz moment, boy, did, what was it this one or the next one? I can't even remember the context, but she said something about a bunch of sailors. What was the about? Oh, um, Niles. Uh, it was the it was the next one. Okay, remind me to come back to it. Yes. It really made me laugh. Um. But, so, Fraser thinks there's got a connection with him and uh, her, which I thought he did, too. It didn't feel like he was way off base. Yeah, I agree. And I thought you would appreciate the fact that it was a woman that seemed completely in his league, like, seemed close to his age. She looked real good in this in this episode, though. She, 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 oh, she did. She looked she great. She looks good, but, like... She, but she wasn't, like, a 25-year-old model. Mm-hmm. Well, there's also an implication in this episode that Fraser is having a, a, a dry spell or is having... A much harder like I like this this character the Fraser that uh, isn't constantly hooking up as opposed to the other Fraser but it's it's Fraser's birthday so he gets that's part of the, I think that's the reason she let ends up being the real reason she lets him off yeah he tries to play the celebrity card but that's um, that's what Roz uh, later is is trying to do a surprise birthday and he comes in and doesn't realize half the staff is back there and he's like. I haven't slept with anyone in in six months. Okay, nine. Nine. And it was Edna from accounting. And Edna was in the room. I couldn't, like, I was watching it. I I didn't want to stop because I wanted to get it all done on my my lunch hour. But I was, like, trying to be like, which one of those is Edna? I think it was the woman with the, like, shoulder-length brown hair who was, like, holding. She was holding, like, the cake or something. I hope so because most of the women in there looked now at the opposite side. (laughs) They looked like, (laughs) like... like uh spinsters i was like oh goodness no so uh she's a cop so fraser is trying to get uh martin to maybe look up her name and everything which mm-hmm. i thought was a funny tune when he's like oh if only i had some sort of conduit at the police department and he's like i'll do it and he goes oh dad i didn't even think shut up like i <laughs> i don't i just like that little exchange it felt really like 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 Sometimes they write scenes like that where I feel like they're reminding the audience of something and mm-hmm. it doesn't necessarily feel like how it would really go down. And that one really felt. I also feel like that's something that like we would employ in my family. Like, oh, if only I knew somebody yeah. who happened to have. Exactly. <laughs> um, so Martin calls. They get his. They get her a name and that she might be at the cop McGint- bar. McGinty's. Is that, that, this, this, I thought McGinty's closed. That was Duke's. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. I, but they've been to McGinty's before, haven't they? Or did I make that up? Uh, I feel like this might be the first time we've gone to McGinty's. Okay, maybe it just they probably used a very similar set. Yeah, yeah. I, I would say it was. It seemed very similar to the the Duke set. Um, when I'm thinking about it, but I know it was the episode one part I'm thinking about is the episode where Duke's is shutting down. So anyway, um, so they go there and Martin starts hitting it off real well with her while Fraser is getting drinks and. It seems it, it, it's funny because I can see how Martin would think it was innocent, and then she flat out is like, "I'd like to go out with you sometime for a drink." And Martin feels bad because essentially he's going to go out on a date with her, and and Fraser isn't. Um, does she ever come back? I don't. So I, I had the same question because yeah. I I really didn't remember this episode. Um, I don't think so. If she does, it's not in any sort of memorable arc. So I feel like they'd make a deal out of it because it does seem like a very significant age difference. Um, well, I like maybe. So Fraser says he's forty three. We could, I mean, maybe assume she's. I mean, I'm thinking maybe there's like, well, maybe that is kind of. I bet it's at least a twenty year age. Difference. That's what I was gonna say. I was thinking maybe twenty or twenty five years. So I was like, yeah, that is kind of significant. Um, I think in reality, Martin's younger than that, but I think yeah, know, like the character is. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Didn't we find out that John Mahoney was really only like, what, eight or ten years older than Something like Kelsey that. Grammer? He's, he's maybe a little more than that, but not enough to be his dad. You vamp, I'll go look it up. This is some good vamping. I, I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to think of what to vamp with. 
Well, Jane Kaczmarek was married to Bradley Whitford, and I can tell you all about Bradley Whitford. I've seen him in person, and wait, didn't you have a Bradley Whitford story once to share? They're about 13 years apart. Um, I went to go see my aunt used to live in L.A., and she was a big, very big L.A. person, was there for a long time. And uh, we went to go see Apocalypse Now when they did the the Redux version of it. Mm-hmm. And it was like a midnight showing, and we're in there, and they had a, a intermission, which is something they should do for the new Avengers movie. That's a hill I'm going to die on. Um, but they had an intermission for Apocalypse Now, and I went out into the – we were all out. I was waiting for my dad, and he was in the bathroom. And uh, I kind of looked here, and then there's at, – at that time, <clears throat> I didn't watch The West Wing. Uh, so to me, I went, oh, my God, it's the bad guy from Billy Madison. <laughs> Tommy Boy, yeah. No, Billy Madison. Tommy Boy is Rob Lowe. Oh, you're right. You're right. Uh, you're right. Brad, yeah. So I, I see him, and then I kind of. You said Billy together. Madison, and I heard Happy Gilmore. So yeah. No, Happy Gilmore was Christopher McDonald. Um, I, I don't know why I know all the bad guys in terrible '90s comedies. Um, so he just is sitting there, kind of drinking, and I th- guess I'm staring at him too long because I have a very distinct memory, and our viewers won't be able to see this, but I have a very distinct memory of this. <laughs> like him like taking a drink and like looking at me out of the corner of his eye and being like why is this guy like giving me a very obvious like stop staring at me kid I was like 20 at the time or something like that and then I went oh and then I think I went and like ran off because I'm yeah. terrible with famous people I don't want to meet them I, I want to see them and then that's it fair that's um, not a bad story hey thanks uh, she's got she got a picture you know but it's fine I that 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 prospect really like unless like like your uh, uh david hyde pierce story is very much a like meet and greet scenario but i don't yes i think i'd be very em- embarrassed to be like hi can i get a picture I, I, not that staring at him slack jawed was <laughs> uh, you know less embarrassing but well it's funny because i feel like you hear like i listen to armchair expert dax shepherd's um podcasts where he talks to like other celebrities and they a lot of times they'll talk about like how do you feel about people asking for pictures and some of them are like i'm just happy they ask because now with everybody having camera phones i feel like they're just getting awkward candidates mm-hmm. of me but you know i say that i say that i would have asked for a picture and like when i was in new york in december my friends and i went to a little cute little speakeasy cocktail bar and stanley tucci was there came in like uh, about an hour after us sure nope. I have a friend who's like probably the biggest Stanley Tucci fan. Which I oh, well, it's I can't believe, I can't believe I haven't told the story on this podcast yet. It was with I Leah who. Okay, well, you can go back and listen in the archives. But we didn't like the minute he walked in and like sat across from us like in this like other area. I like stared at him. Was like, oh my god, that's Stanley Tucci, and like we never we obviously didn't go and talk to him or anything. So I, maybe I don't take my own advice. Have you? Because I was like, he's here with his wife and like a few of their friends and. Do you having know, a, a nice night do you know s club seven yes okay so the same trip that i saw bradley whitford i saw bradley whitford i saw marcus allen in a bathroom i don't know who that is he was a, he, he used to play for the rams um mm. i saw al pacino crossing the street in a very disheveled looking uh he had long hair at the time he had a very bad looking suit and like a, a baseball cap on backwards and i went that's a look at look at the look at that homeless person and turned, oh it's al pacino um, and then uh the s club seven story which i don't know any of these people's names but like i, I, I don't either i have a very distinct memory of one time i was home like sick do you remember a time like before the internet before anything else when you were homesick from school and it was like whatever was on one of those channels yes. like that's what that's, you watch yeah that's what you watch you maybe a, maybe put in a vhs of something yes and there was and it was an s club seven like marathon like they're going through i, I guess they had a show where they all worked at like a, a resort on the beach or something i don't know I can barely remember anything about it. But it was just like, this is on. I, I legitimately feel sick. It hurts to move. I guess this is what I'm watching. And uh, I remember some of them. And then one of uh, – two of them, two of the, the women came, and my dad and I were at this restaurant. We went to this restaurant uh, that served lobster on the Monterey Pier. Oh. Near there. And nice. we, were, we were like, well, a table will be two hours. And we're like, well, can we sit in the bar upstairs? And we're like – they're like, yeah. I'm like – 
if we order, will you bring it to us? Yeah. We're like two lobsters up in the bar. <laughs> we're like, wow. Yeah. And it was like a rooftop bar. So we were seeing the whole, be- it was beautiful. I don't know why more people weren't doing that. Two people who were doing that, of course, were two women from S club seven. And they sat down. One of them sat right next to me. And I'm like, I know I'm looking at him. I'm like, I know this person. This person was very familiar. And I'm like, I think I'm, I think it's someone from that show. I watched that one time. And this is like, Pre, again, previous to, to cell phones with yeah. the internet, so I couldn't like look it up or anything. Um, a, eventually, a a group of about three teenage-ish girls or younger came up and were like got autographs from them. And then the one next to me, who was uh, very attractive, pulled out a cigarette and started smoking it, and turned to look at me and kind of like smiled. It's like, "Hi, how are you?" Or like, "She's British." So, "Hi, how are you?" Or whatever. And oh, I um, proceeded to go, and like, <laughs> like, it, she did it in a very flirty manner, which I'm sure was just like nice. But to me, I was like, my brain went, she's flirting with you. And then my mouth went, my tongue swole up like four times. I was just like, <laughs> and then she like went, okay, and got up and laughed. And I turned around and my dad is like, because I've told him this, I go, I think that's a famous person next to me. And he's like, 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 she's famous. He had to turn around. He is like pounding the table with one hand, just like, "Oh my god, you suck!" <laughs> like, oh, because I, I think I, when I said, you know, that typical parent thing of like, "I think I know her." Oh yeah, we're from she's from a TV show. Oh, well, ask her to hang out with us. Like, you know, like you're a, she's she's a celebrity. You're the most important boy in the world. Of course, yes. she'll want to go out with you. Like, what? You're an idiot. Why? Well, even just safety wise, I doubt some. You know, well, who knows? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, to be a hundred percent honest, I like, and maybe it's just I, I I don't know. I feel like we I, I we live in different times. It's also like two thousand one. Yeah, yeah. But have you have you met my dad? You've you've seen my dad. Yes, I've no, I've, I've met your dad. But like him and I, I don't know. We probably look like two like hi. Do you want to take <laughs> like as long as we weren't like do you want to get in our car and come back to the hotel? I'm sure we seem just like you want to listen to dumb stories for an hour? And she'd be like, yeah, I'm not at all worried <laughs> yeah, that's... about these ding-dongs. <laughs> I think you're being unkind to you and your dad. <laughs> oh, you're right. <laughs> well, the, the opposite of unkind is we were very threatening scene. <laughs> Have you ever heard that John Mulaney bit about following a woman to the uh, subway? No, if it was a woman's stand-up specials, then yes, because I've like watched all of them. He's, but he's following this woman. He realizes she's walking to the subway, and she turns around, and looks at him, and he kind of like nods his head, and she goes, and she starts going faster, <laughs> and he thinks she can hear the subway, and he can't, so he starts going faster, and uh-huh. she starts like running, and he's like, oh, <laughs> she must hear the 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 train, so he starts running, and like. <laughs> Yes, because he's like, and it's John Mulaney, which is kind of funny. He's like, look at me. But then they get down there, and she's like, she like hits a thing and like turns around, and all of a sudden he realizes he's like, oh god, I've been chasing this woman, and he's like, no, 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 I wasn't gonna. Uh, He does this whole bit about it. I just think that's so funny because I feel like I've been in many situations similar to that where I don't realize that I'm a six foot two large man and i just go i just do something it's like this is terrifying to people who don't know you i've always felt very threatened by you i'm sorry i couldn't (laughs) even say that without laughing um i do so that's one thing i'm always aware of in dc obviously i'm a woman so i like to think i'm not very threatening but maybe i am um i where like this will happen where let's say like i get off the bus at the same at the same time as like another woman or something and then we're i realize like we're both walking to like the same part of our neighborhood kind of thing. And it's one of those things where it's like, I don't want to be following her too closely, but at the same time, we're still going to the same, like she, I can't help it that she's walking down my street, which is a very long street that has a lot of apartment buildings on it. Um, And and sometimes I'm like, I just want to pass her. She's walking too slow. (laughs) I can walk faster, but I don't want to get too close. Yeah. Because I feel like I need to introduce myself at this point. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's when you know you have a fake phone call or something as you walk by them or something. Oh, I'm the worst at that because I've done one one time where I literally went, uh huh, yeah, no, this isn't a real phone call, and just kept going. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I couldn't think of what else to say, and I feel like whoever was like wasn't even paying attention. But 
I'm trying to like both of these episodes kind of just happened for me. So not to, uh, to, to play my hand on my next ranking, but yeah, I I didn't take a lot of notes on these episodes. Um, I did enjoy seeing this is the episode where we see some of Daphne's British friends that she hangs out with, and I did just enjoy that like glimpse into Daphne's life of like, oh, she's got these two other friends that she like talks about the you know Fraser and his and his family behind their backs. And... I also like that whole scene of like nosy Fraser where he's like, Dad, where are you going? Because the whole yeah. time he had this very like uncharacteristic Frasier look of like yeah where yes where are you going like like this kind of grin of, of, kind of like dismay and curiosity not in yeah. the I'm trying to catch you as in a I'm just making conversation about where you're going but I feel like so much of Frasier is like frustration or like it's it's never this kind of like fun attitude of like okay well you have fun dad I feel like normally he'd be very like Oh, why won't you just tell me where you're going? You know, like do that sort of thing. And 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 this this one was just slightly like <laughs> if you would have told me that like Kelsey Grammer was in the back like huffing, laughing, gas or something <laughs> like some you... weird like like doing whippets. I don't know, like some because <laughs> <laughs> he just he just came out just so un just fairly uncharacteristic. Not so uncharacteristic that it was it threw me off, but just. For someone who only uncharacteristic to someone who has a Frasier podcast and yes. watches enough of it, watches a lot of Frasier and spends a lot of time studying it. Yes, that's I, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. But I did like, um, like you said, the the little group and how they convinced Frasier to go out and yes, thing along of like you need to get out of here so we can talk about you. Yeah, yeah. I also liked the Niles waiting at the coffee shop for Martin to come and ask him for advice. I forgot about that. <laughs> Tell him it's a cookie. <laughs> yeah. um, I believe it's called a biscotti. <laughs> I know. I love that. I love when Martin was like, that That woman is the Frasier version of... Gunther. The, Gunther, yeah. I was like, Han. Yes. That's not right. Yeah. Yeah. She, except we never really learned, like you learn a little bit about Gunther. We never really learned her name. And then, spoiler, she's not the waitress there after a while, but or the barista there after a well, while. I, mean, I feel but. like she was hired to do lines and Gunther was legitimately a like a character. A background. No, Gunther's in so much of it with no lines and then they just start giving him lines. Oh yeah, that's true. Like, Didn't isn't there something about like how much money that actor made on Friends because he's in like he's in, you know, almost every episode, but he was never a like a uh, main obviously there's never a main person. So it was like something like he made you know i was i i it, it depends on what kind of contract he signed because they don't just do that today players like i don't know that, that you yes. get, you get royalties like because you can sign stuff that i only know this because i listened to a podcast called podcast the ride and they found one of the hosts was on a show called mansers do you know what mansers is it, it sounds like they're trying to be frat guys about mansplaining <laughs> uh, yeah well okay so it's I'm going to tell our audience that it's a very, very disgustingly toxic masculinity uh, reality show where they, they ask questions, give answers. And then we're going to cut right here. Hi, we're back. So they find this. Oh, God. I just, listeners, <laughs> I, I took one for the team yeah. in hearing about this show. So when they find out about this show, like, this isn't, if you listen to the show, you like, you would really enjoy these. The, they're not the kind of guys who would be on that show. So the fact that this was his, like, first thing, he's talking about he got paid, like, 150 bucks. Like, they, this guy's like, I bought so many episodes of Mansers on iTunes just to find your stupid episode. He's like, I spent like $30 on this. <laughs> and uh, they give him all this trouble. And the thing was, is he got paid 150 bucks, but then they had him sign something, which is a, like this real BS contract that's like, you basically say, I don't want royalties. Like, they'll just make you sign that. And at the time, like, that's kind of something they'll do for someone to probably get on Friends or something like that in the background. It's just well, to be like, so we don't have to worry about this or anything like that. So it's it'll be so it's obviously it was never going to be main cast because that's only that's the only six that's only the six of them, but they would have had to sign some sort of 
um, they would have, they probably paid him well per episode he was in because I bet they didn't want him to leave and go start, go be in another sitcom. So they would have had to provide some incentive Gunter? for him to not, yeah. Eventually, yes. But those yes. first ones. Yes. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, like 100 bucks an episode or something like that. Or he was probably getting, what, what is it called? Um, per diem. Uh, per diem or, or like scale. He was probably being paid scale. Um, yeah. I'm sure, but yes, I'm sure later on, like, um, you didn't watch Gilmore Girls, but no. there's a character named Kurt who actually in the first season, his character even has different names because they didn't, they just kept using the same actor for different roles. Um, oh, it's, um, it's Sean Gunn, who's yeah, 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 yeah. James Gunn's brother. Um, Rocket Raccoon when he's not Bradley Cooper. Yes, yes. Um, James Gunn is the director of Guardians of the Galaxy movies, everybody. So, um, but he eventually, he was a, just like guest starring or you know whatever um and then he started his agent was like you know what i want to put you out for other pilots and stuff and so he went out for other pilots and they started to show interest in him so he went back to the gilmore girls people and were like hey fyi you may not have kurt next season because he's getting picked up for other pilots and so then they said okay and you have to they get like first right refusal so they decided to then go ahead and put him in the main cast segue though that i have from gilmore girls into fraser which my friend mara hi mara um found in a recent episode she was watching of Gilmore Girls where uh, Luke is cooking Lorelai dinner and she says she's like so amazed at the dinner he's cooking that she's like you know I used to think Kelsey Grammer was the perfect man but now I think you're the perfect man he was like Kelsey Grammer was who I was competing with so just a little <laughs> Fraser shout out on uh, the old Gilmore Girls um we let's let's rank this one um I'm gonna give this one a six uh, that is exactly uh, what I would give it. I'm gonna give it six um dry cleaning bags of dry cleaning that Roz made Fraser stop and pick up. I'm gonna give it six beers and an icy cold mug because that's what he goes and gets. Yeah, I really craved a beer after watching that. <laughs> just a um, beer. That's one of my favorite things in shows, and they're just like, "Give me a beer," and it's like, <laughs> I love the idea of a bar that's just like, "Absolutely, here's yeah. a beer." <laughs> yes, I. <laughs> um. Okay, the next one is where there's smoke there's fired and the netflix synopsis is hoping to score a syndication deal fraser agrees to help his new boss's fiance to stop smoking too bad the woman is fraser's agent bb <laughs> that's i feel like those two sentences should go together better than they do because it's like what it's not like we've established bb as a chain smoker up to this point a exactly or the BB person who wrote as... this is just not a fan of BB. <laughs> yeah. Did you write this? <laughs> no. I listen. I simultaneously like BB when they mention her. I'm like, oh god, it's a BB episode. And then by the end, I'm like, she's such a good actress. Like, yeah, she's she's so. Good. And I've seen her in a smattering of other things. And when I do, I just I'm like, uh, I can't. It's BB. So this one was all about uh, making fun of Texas, and mm -hmm. also, um, so. They get a new station owner, and then, spoiler alert, they lose a, a new station owner pretty quickly. And yeah, then... his name is Big Willie. He's a, a media tycoon, basically. Uh, he I don't know the name of the actor, but he played uh, Tommy Lee Jones's first partner in Men in Black. I know that. Oh! I You know, I saw his name, and I don't remember what it was, but I didn't recognize it. So, But you're right, he... Yeah, that's probably him. I recognized him and was like, I, I looked him up and looked that up just to make sure, but I was like, I know this guy. Um, he's getting married. He wants his fiance to quit smoking. He asks Frazier to do it, and by asks, he tells Frazier to do it. Mm -hmm. And then his fiance turns out to be BB, and so they kind they try to get BB to quit smoking. And I'll be a hundred percent honest, the last probably five minutes of this, I kept kind of like hitting the 10 seconds forward because it's getting near the end of lunch and i felt bad just in there watching it but i overall this one like bb's great like i don't know why i dislike bb i think it's because the show tells me i should dislike bb but she is such a funny over-the-top character and she does <laughs> when when she's staying over at frazier's to try and stop smoking and she's described which was a, a beautifully written monologue that I could see someone doing as an audition about what it's like to smoke for her. Um, and Daphne goes out to sneak a smoke. <laughs> and she's like, give me the cigarettes. I'll make you a star. <laughs> like, <laughs> the way she says it is so good. 
I, I often, oh, the dulcet sounds of our capital city. I mean, it's not an amateur podcast unless we make a joke about the the, the truck going by. Um, uh, the uh, I often, I, I need to look this up. I, I've often thought that um, that actress is the voice of, um, I think her name's Medusa in The Rescuers. Because they just have the same. No, that, that, that. She would have been very young when that came out, I think so. The original Rescuers? Oh, wait, when did the Rescuers... Maybe I'm thinking of when the Rescuers Down Under came out and thinking that the Rescuers came out right before that. No, and maybe... the Re- well, the Rescuers came out in 77. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I, I don't think... The Rescuers Down Under came out when I was, like, in kindergarten. Madame Medusa, and that was yes. about her. Geraldine Page. Oh, oh, that name sounds familiar. She's a Broadway person, so you may... Uh, that makes sense. Um, Very Broadway um, role. I, however, if you told me that BB is the uh, live action cousin of Madame Medusa. I wouldn't be surprised. If they ever do a live action version of The Rescuers, which, let's face it, Hollywood is chomping at the bit to do. Do you they need to... a, a Lilo and Stitch one? Like, why? I, okay, I mean, unpopular opinion. I'm not even really on board for a, a Lion King live action. I'll see it, but like, I don't think we needed it. I haven't seen anything in the trailers that has really sold me on it. The, the one thing I really like from the trailer is there's a shot where they're zooming in on Scar. Like, mm-hmm. the CG is very good. And they're zooming in on Scar, and his ear just goes twitch like a real lion would. And I was like, oh. Like, I like the, 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 the CGI artistry nerd in me was like, oh, that's really cool. Um Aladdin, on the other hand, has sold me with the last trailer. I was like, I'm into this. Oh, when... I, just, I guess I haven't watched a lot of these trailers. So the new Aladdin, when when they kept kind of like hiding the genie, and I was like, uh, you know, they'd go, the first trailer, they didn't show the genie. The second trailer, they show him at the very end, and it's like, oh, it's it's Will Smith, and he's blue, and meh. And then the third trailer, they feature the genie, and I'm like, I'm in. Because it doesn't feel like Will Smith trying to be Robin Williams. It's Will Smith being Will Smith. So the genie's kind of, like, charming and, like, hey. Like, it's like well, it's like Hitch. He's trying to get oh, these two yeah. people together. Yeah. But also, he's a genie. Like, he doesn't look like – and I think he's speaking very much like – he's not putting on, like, an ancient-sounding – it just sounds like Will Smith. So that's okay. the kind of anachronism that I think that Robin Williams brought to it, but in mm-hmm, a different mm-hmm. way. And I was just like, this looks fun. Like, I'm, I'm into this. But we'll see. I mean, I'm, may, I'm not, like, also, like you said, chomping at the bit to see it. But yeah, if if Tara was like, we got to go see it, I'd be like, absolutely. I'm in. Um, this is – I want to make sure we don't, we don't miss this. This is the one where Niles talks about how he has to cut back his spending now that he and Maris don't have <laughs> – um, This is a good thing. He doesn't have Maris's money, and that's when um, he kind of complains about this to Roz, or mentions this to Roz, and Roz says, "Well, yeah, you were spending money like a drunk sailor on leave." And he, and what is he? He says, "What does he say? It's so good, you vamp." I'm gonna. Gosh, keep asking to vamp. Um... <laughs> circle of life. <laughs> 96. And it rules the soul through despair and hope through faith and love till we find our place. That was, that was really off. <laughs> that was bad. That was pretty impressive. On this path unwinding Aha! You're clipping coupons. I'm economizing. Oh well, that's Oh well, it's around time. You that can't be it. Oh well, it's about time. You spent money like a drunken sailor, she said authoritatively. <laughs> that was good. Also, clipping coupons just took me way back. Like I remember my mom clipping coupons and like little coupon like little like case, not not case, but like a little it had an accordion case thing that she would take her coupons and say coupons on the front. She took coupons to the store. My now I feel like all Chili's ex girlfriend used to cl- Chili's Chelsea was what we'll call her. Uh, okay. She used to clip coupons. Well, now I feel like I use coupons a lot, but they're all on the app on my phone. Yep. The the pinwheel app on for Target. Do you use that? Uh, cart cartwheel. Cartwheel, cartwheel. Cartwheel. Yes. Well, but now they just change it to it's just the Target app, and I'm like, okay. But he goes and gets he he comes back to Fraser later and says, "I saw you're out of capers." And he's got 
a giant jar of capers. Yes, and he was. What did Fraser say? Like, I hope you have like the three hundred swordfish. I'll need to put these on. Um, Which is like such a uh, like I like I don't think I don't know what I think of when I think of capers, but it wouldn't be swordfish. It's kind of a frou frou. <laughs> thing yeah, it's a very Fraser thing to say. This is what my I put my I use my capers for normally. Uh, I did. There was an LOL for me related to BB, which was um. I think he he said like I've I've called BB here or something and he said or I've been calling it was when he was trying to find out some information from BB about the new owner and he's like she's not returning my calls and he said and Niall said I thought you'd just draw a pentagram on the floor and say I summoned thee three times yes Niall's had some good ones in this one yeah there were some some good bon mots uh spoiler though BB doesn't really quit smoking she kind of does um but then as they are walking down the aisle Big Willie has a heart attack and dies before they get married. Well, yeah, because so Fraser, Fraser walks her through smoking, but watching this wealthy businessman die and give his money to a younger, a different wife, and that's the one. Th- that's finally when BB decides to quit smoking. Um, I like the bit where he found Martin smoking. Excuse yes. me, he found Martin smoking in the bathroom with, with, with a glass of bourbon. Right, and it's clearly like stage smoke or something because it's yeah. just like it's just like one puff comes flying out <laughs> that was such a looney tunes moment i loved it so much i just also like look how persuasive bb is yeah. she's convinced a martin who quit smoking and daphne who smokes like a few times a month <laughs> you know i was really gonna downvote this one but I, I now that we're talking about it i'm kind of like I, I it was okay like i think i was gonna get it a four initially but i don't know what do you think about wow it, it didn't um, do anything for me like i said i was kind of trying to hurry through it I think I would give this one a six as well. I don't think it's among the best episodes that BB's in. Um, I feel like the, some of those are honestly yet to come. Uh, but I, and I'd also forgotten about this episode, but I, um, even when I read the description, when I was starting it, I was like, I don't remember what this is about. And I, but yeah, I, I think there were some kind of like what we've said about others where the, the sum is less than the parts. I think yeah. parts of it were really funny. I think overall the mess of this show was a little weak. I agree. I think I'm going to give it five uh, giant caper jars. But uh, oh, yeah, I, I, I'm gonna give it six um, coupons. <laughs> but I, I'm with you. It was a, it was some good BB performances, and it kind of turned me around on her. Because again, at the beginning of the thing, I was very much like, oh god, here she comes again. I, I mean, folks, I think you either texted me or G chatted me like, oh god, BB. <laughs> yeah, as I was watching, I was like, Ugh. and then within minutes, I'm like, why do I hate on BB? And I think it's just yeah. because again, the show, everyone else talks about how like how crazy she is, and um, we I do have. We do have a recent piece of we're done talking about the episodes. We do have a recent piece of Frasier news development that we need to talk about. Let's hit it. Um, the Daily Mail for the UK posted a photo of Kelsey Grammer walking around clutching a script <gasps> that said Frasier on the front, stirring up talks that there is a reboot again. <laughs> or Kelsey Grammer put a title page on a different script and just walks around with it hoping that someone will catch him with it and help push along his like push someone into redoing Frasier his representation has said that people submit ideas for reboots which he considers but there's no real movement on a revival at this time we, we, we can keep I mean I guess maybe we should put something together and send it to him with our idea of he starts a podcast yeah I think that's a I think and then and Frederick's gonna play a bigger role I think that's a really good idea hey if anybody has been watching the Murphy Brown reboot where her son is like playing a is an actual big character now let us know how that is I haven't been watching it other than I think I watched the first episode in a hotel room but did we talk about I watched one episode of that oh no we didn't I watched one episode and it was okay like it, it, it was funnier when it was trying less to, to, to be topical when it was, when mm. it was trying to be broader when it was mm. very specifically going after Trump which I'm fine for shows to do that but it's just like I don't know I, I, I hear Trump and I get just it, it doesn't put me in a mood to laugh yeah and also TV's kind of supposed to be an escape from mm-hmm. you know what's going on which is why I like to watch medieval fantasy where people get beheaded and you know, I thought you were watching a show called Medieval Battle. Fantasy and I was like what? Now I'm going to pitch a show called Medieval Fantasy. Have you seen that Game of Thrones bad lip reading where it's they've re-edited it to look like they all work at a, at a Ren fair? No, but that's really funny. And did you see what I posted in the group this week 
that I've watched the the most recent episode of Gay of Thrones, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it was hilarious. I need to check it out. It's well, th- there's a link in the Facebook group for well, it. I'll it's called it. Winterfella. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll put in the uh, other the Renfair uh, link, and if you guys yes. are interested, here's some ways you can check out our Facebook page. Uh, you can send us an email if you've got something you want to want us to talk about on the show, or just you know want to send us a comment it's craniacs at gmail.com that's c-r-a-n-e-i-a-c-s uh we're at craniacs on twitter like i said we've got a facebook page uh we are on overcast stitcher spotify and itunes uh we are probably on some other stuff too i just know about uh overcast i'm gonna give another shout out since i've been using the heck out of overcast lately but uh you can give us a five-star review there that really helps us out uh, you can also give us a four-star review. Actually, don't do that. Instead of doing that, Laurel, do you have a suggestion of something they could go do? I do. Um, you know, sometimes the thought of getting into another series is a little daunting. You're like, I just kind of want to watch an hour of something, but not something where I have to keep track of characters from episode to episode and you know, storylines. Something I can just kind of jump in and out of. If I got the show for you, Black Mirror. Um, ooh, Ryan cool. groaned. Um, it's, I would a harsh look at the role of technology in our lives. It's fictional, but each episode is standalone. There's no character carryover. They're all their own stories. Most of them take place in the future or the very near future. Um, and it's engrossing. Like, I'm kind of glued to the screen for an hour. And then it's over. And... You move on to something else. It's a British show, but it features a lot of American actors. I think John Hamm is in one, and um, Jesse Plemons was in one. Um, and, yeah. Uh, might I suggest, if you're looking to get into the show, starting with episode two. Yes. Oh, yeah. Another thing. Don't start with episode one. Don't it's start a, with episode one. It's a deep one. dive. It's, it's, it's a jump. Throws you right in with the sharks. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, yeah. Don't start with episode one. I luckily already knew what episode one was about. So I knew what I was getting into, but um, I actually, I really enjoyed, I think it's episode two of season one, the one with Daniel Kaluuya. I don't um, know. I can't get by it because I'm, I'm a completionist. And it's hard for me to start with episode two. So I haven't really watched it because I haven't okay. I won't watch episode one. So everybody, what I recommend is looking at the, like, look at the episode guide and look for the one in season one that has Daniel Kaluuya in it from Get Out, because um, that, I think, is, is probably my favorite episode that I've seen so far. I have not seen it in, in, in its entirety at all, um, like the whole series or anything, but um, it's a nice little, when you just want an hour to, like, watch something, but you don't feel like get, starting a new show, you don't have a show to watch. Black Mirror don't have a good segue how to put this into the end well apparently the name black mirror comes from when you turn um, off your 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 phone uh, when you turn off your phone your tv your computer it just becomes a black mirror so maybe that's the segue that now it's time for us to to hey now it's time turn on our black mirrors yeah we're we're well we're now that we're done you can turn off your phone and make it a black mirror i don't know i got nothing Hey guys, we'll see you next time. (laughs) (laughs) We promise it won't be as long before the next episode. I don't know. My my life gets real boring now. So (laughs) hopefully Ryan's does too. Uh, I mean, there's an argument to be made that it's always boring. (laughs) But all right, guys, we'll see you next time. Uh, And until then, I'm Ryan. I'm Laurel. And we're listening. (laughs) 